Welcome back to another episode of Be Here for a While. Uh, super excited because you guys have been rating it and yeah, making me uh, remain on the comedy charts, so thank you. If you send me your address, I'll send you a present. Actually, that's creepy. Don't send me your address. I don't know why I said that. Um, okay, my guest today is a comedian, radio host, ghost aficionado, and shares the same love of grocery store samples as I do. Bristol Farm. <laughs> the very funny Andy Kozell. <laughs> How you doing? I What's love this. We're just sitting coming. here in this. I love podcasts now because you can just go to somebody's house. Yeah, it's very portable. One on one, Larry King type. Yeah. This is like getting down is to the getting down to the brass tacks with Rachel O'Brien here. Wait, did Larry King go places with it? What are we no, it's just like one on one here. Oh yeah. Know? Oh yeah, absolutely. Because usually a lot of podcasts have the duel or like a, a yeah, duel. Couple, couple hosts. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like to have attention taken away from me. Okay. You know what I mean? Is that what it is? I have no, I'm joking. Narcissistic personality sort Not of? at all. Like I've every, had, I've like had every two comic in this town? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a comedian. What do you expect? <laughs> totally. The only reason you have a co-host on your radio show is because he's a ghost expert. Well, yeah, he's like a resident uh, <coughs> shaman healer. So. Yeah, I actually was ta- I was announcing you on my podcast the other day, and I was trying to describe what a shaman was. And nope. then I was like, ah, I guess, you know what? I don't even know what it is. What? I don't even really... What is it? I don't even really know either. He's kind of just... Well, he knows... He's learning. He learned to be a shaman, so that's different from being now, a healer, right? Okay. So okay. So it's not okay. Well, let's back up. Andy has a radio show uh, called Ghost Line, where he is the comedian and another comedian slash shaman uh, talk about ghosts and. He's somewhat of a medium and a healer, and like, yeah, you know, like a kind of a sensitive. So is the shaman thing different than the medium thing? I think he's learning all this shit. I don't know what. <laughs> oh, so yeah, he so like chose to learn this. Uh, well, no, the medium stuff and all that, he had like a lot of experiences when he was a kid, but then he kind of learned through this other guy, like shamanism and all that stuff. So we have to, I don't even really know what. Is shaman like a, he does a like Buddhist thing? I don't know. He does like. Um, I should probably stop talking now. I don't know. <laughs> fuck, I don't even know what shamanism is either. Uh, it's like, um, he does like sweat lodges and shit. And <laughs> so he likes spas? <laughs> I don't even know. So he's but he, just, he's, he does like. So he's a spa goer. <laughs> maybe shamanism is part of healing. I don't know. <laughs> because he's a healer now and he does like the uh pendulum shit and he kind of can feel energies and all that stuff hmm. so i think maybe that's what you do you if you can do that as a kid growing up and then you kind of go into shamanism i don't know so it's like the natural path new, just new age shit you know like if i was Crystals good at math then i would eventually maybe become a math teacher or maybe well I'd you yeah you would be awesome at math but then you would maybe like well i want to train to be like a like like a high-end math person, <laughs> or like a like an NSA <laughs> like crowd, okay. code cracker, okay. you know, like yeah, 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 got it. I want to crack codes, you know, I for like the government. It. Okay, um, so explain how what you talk about normally on on your on your on Ghost Line. Well, we wanted yeah, everyone's got you know ghost stuff, but I, I I love ghost things. So since we're comedians, I wanted to get you know comedians on there because yeah. kind of like a fun thing where you know we tell our ghost story, we do a little comedy in the front, just yeah. just bullshit, and then we get into each person has a ghost story, so like you. Can you, you know, tell the best one? Like you, what did your, what was yours? You had a ghost train. Was that the one? Yeah, it was. I had a bit of a ghost train. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> um, by the way, if the sound just sounded different, it's because I turned off my air conditioning unit. Um, Greg Wilson, the comedian. Yes. Okay. So he had a fucking crazy. S- one. Give like the cliff notes on this story. This is one of the craziest stories I've ever heard. So he was there when 9/11 happened. Not there, but he he lived uh, downtown, so mm-hmm. maybe a couple blocks away, or you know, a half mile away, or something. And he said he was coming home from a show. Af- like, 
fuck, I don't know, like three days after. Mm-hmm. Or he was taking the train and the train wouldn't go any further. No, it was it was a couple. It was, was maybe it like a week or because he was explaining that he's like a lot of people don't realize that for weeks afterwards oh, was the burning. thing was on okay. fire. Yeah, yeah, for weeks. So it so must have been a little bit after the that. train he would take to his house would keep going and go to downtown. Yeah, but you couldn't go any further because when the uh, buildings fell down, they crushed the whole uh, train station too. So yeah. it would just, I guess it would go there without people. But, but they would make you get off way before. Yeah, but he fell asleep. Like at like one in the morning, and the train stopped, and he was. And in he didn't get off at his stop. He yeah. kept going where the construction workers were getting off, and I guess they just didn't pay and attention. W- and, and it was sleeping. really late, so there's nobody there. And he woke up, and he was just looked out, and the train wasn't. It was stopped, and it wasn't going anywhere. And he he got out, and he he just saw the whole rubble. He stepped out on it. Stepped out onto the rubble. Well, out onto the crazy. rubble. Yeah. That's like when you get out. You, uh, that train stop was just you. You stepped and out. It was and all it was burning, and he there was barely you know. There was construction workers like kind of farther down the blocks, but he was like by himself. Yeah. And he said he was pretty much just looking up at the whole rubble of one of the towers. Yeah. And he said he he had this overwhelming feeling of like like all these ghosts were like or these spirits like rushing through him. Rushed through him, like telling him like uh you know what happened to us? We don't yeah, know. They were angry. They were yeah. angry. Like who did this to us? You know they, they didn't know. And he was like sitting there like bawling his eyes out. Go on Ghost Line and just I mean I don't want to yeah. I can't do it any justice because yeah was like actually. Well, I mean, you, it is. I mean, you're doing a good job of it, but you should go on Ghostline. How, how do they find that episode? Oh, it's on iTunes. It's on iTunes. What, Ghostline. It's uh, I think it's the one of the second, to l- probably the second to the top. Okay. Cause it uh, would it say Greg Wilson's name? Yeah, on Greg it? Wilson. Okay. So and yeah. And uh, okay. the other guy okay. that was on there, Peter Iaguchi, was on there. He's a, he's always a director, and he he had two crazy stories, which the whole episode is awesome. Really? See, I didn't listen to the end of it because you told me to hear that yeah. part of it, and I was like, yeah, and it's only an hour long. I've showed it to several people. Yeah, it's crazy. We used to do a live. We're gonna do it now. Uh, we used to do a live at the LA Talk Radio. But now we're just gonna switch it to like mobile, so maybe we can go to like remotes and like go, yeah, go to actual like haunted houses and shit. Yeah, that's cool. Because we do live in Hollywood, where. Well, yeah. you live in a very haunted building. Yeah, the Villa Rosa on uh, Sunset Boulevard. Okay, well now everyone's gonna stalk you. <laughs> Didn't you say one of the Vanderpump people live there? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think one of. Oh, Jack did a long time, a long ago. time ago, years ago, years ago. Why is your place haunted again? Um, Isn't it like a place you can't walk past through? Or well, something? it's uh, it's. It's all studio apartments. It's one of the oldest high rises in Hollywood. I think it is the oldest. It's um, cool. It's yeah, it's four, four stories, but it's really old and Art Deco, and uh, it's all s- studios. So mm-hmm. I think I think they were all dorms for the contract players in the old days. You know when they would have like, j- like James Dean would sign with MGM, yeah. and they would just like put you up. Yeah. So I think uh, this old guy that lives there told us that he's been there for like 50 years, and he said that um, wow. Errol Flynn lived there and. Lana Turner and James Dean and that's crazy. So, but my side is uh, it's not. It's like more of a happy spirits. The uh-huh. the other side of the uh, building is where the malevolent ones are. Like my dog won't even let go. All the dogs will stop it. Like the that's crazy. Yeah, and when I when I had my my editor guy over who's editing one of our videos and he's kind of like a clairvoyant guy or whatever and he had all this. He goes, I want to walk through your building. There's so much crazy air. Really. And he. He we didn't tell him where it was. He just followed him. He just walked all the way to the point where w- the dogs won't go. And he's like, something right here. Somebody like died in this. Oh, so and the dogs weren't even there to do it. No, but everyone says that the dogs won't go past. Yeah. You have to like pick them up almost on the second floor. Right on the second floor landing, they won't go past. And like that's crazy. My dog. That's on the other side, but you can see. I still gotta come to your building and see if that's I. That's really creepy. See if I feel anything. But the when I first moved there, um, some the way I got that apartment was so weird. Like I was supposed to be there or something because um, I was getting we were getting booted out of our old place uh-huh. and 
we signed with this other place, and then the guy sold that building. So we were just like sitting there with our stuff in a fucking truck. We're like, where do we go now? And like, so I remember looking up really quick on, on like Craigslist or something, and just something popped up. It said the Villa Rosa. Oh my gosh. So I go over there with my girlfriend at the time, my friend, and like, the guy's like, how did you know this? When did you do this? He goes, I, you were almost here before I even posted it. I was like, what? He's like, yeah. There's something weird where like, That's so weird. as soon as he posted it, I called him. Oh my god! It gosh. was like a very th- weird thing. And then we get up there and like something really felt good about it. And then so we, that night I moved in and then I was sharing the dog with my, my girlfriend. So she had the dog for like two weeks. So I had nobody there uh-huh. and something kept messing with my legs. Like, hey, wait, help, help. You know, like, just like I could feel this, like something needed help. That's a little scary. And you know how you kind of like watch TV. Like it's a studio. So I'm laying on my bed. And I'm like on my side watching TV. Mm-hmm. And I, f- you know how you fall asleep and your dream, you're still in that same position watching TV. Yeah. It's very weird. So yeah. I, I get up in my dream and I walk to the bathroom and I open up the door and this old lady was standing there in my, you know, like just staring at me. I could draw her right now. I've never seen her in my life. Oh my God. And I was like, you got to go. And then she's like shook her head and I walked, I let her out and passed the door out in the hallway. So she was in your bathroom. But and I, you this was in my dream. And then I woke up and I was like, <gasps> that was a dream. And like nothing's ever fucked with me ever since. That is so weird. So I think this old lady was stuck. And then you let her, oh, you like let her through. I let, let her, her through her. in the dream, but it was like kind of like a lucid, weird, weird dream. That's weird. And it never happened ever since. And I just, and ever since my, uh, the old guy said, Errol Flynn lived in your apartment. Mm-hmm. He lived up there and he was like notorious fucking crazy party yeah. guy. Uh, I, I know, I know up. the name, but wh- what's, what's his he story? He was a big act. He was like the bad boy of like the 1930s okay. in Hollywood. Like he had like these crazy parties where he would have like secret passageways and like two-way mirrors he could watch girls and just like crazy shit oh weird like things like raping girls and just like crazy sex parties and how does one do all this in a studio apartment where do you find the space no no that's when he was young oh he was like when he was a young actor he was in my place oh okay and then his haunted mansion they tore down that's in like the the hills that's crazy that had all like the crazy passageways and shit it's called Mulholland farm but he lived in my place and he was probably just a dark man, guy. Man, you wouldn't fucking believe. I live in a studio with a kitchen, and my friends just come. They want to hang out. Everyone just parties in my house. I've had parties in my house. Like <laughs> People don't want to leave. Like, oh, like, just late at night, they're, let's go to Andy's. It's like this, this, this apartment is so inviting. And it's like like the party wants you to party. It's yeah. The p- apartment wants you to party. It's so fucking crazy. That's cool. So I wrote a script that we're trying to sell right now, uh, a horror script, and it's got all, like, can I use that as a backdrop? Of your apartment? Yeah, about like the... The 1930s mixed with now, and it's like kind of a ooh, I like that vortex thing. That's a good idea. Yeah, very cool. And that's my ghost stories. That's rude that you haven't invited me over to this party apartment. Well, it's usually the last minute, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Amir and all them are after a comedy show. Yeah, they just come in and knock. Oh, you don't have like a security gate or anything? Oh, they always somehow get in. Like my friends always (laughs) like somebody's always no somebody always lets them in. I'm like fuck, dude. Someone's got a ladder just like up the door. (laughs) And I have a balcony on Sunset Boulevard. People smoke out there and stuff, and it's cool. That is cool. Yeah, your building is really pretty. Yeah. Was it a long story? That wasn't not at all. No, yeah. not, a, not at all. And it also happens to be conveniently close to Bristol Farms, where I'm pretty oh. sure this is how Andy and I became friends. Bristol Farms, I spend $50 a day at this place. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like the high end. I mean, everyone all over the world is going to probably listen to this, or country. Yeah, yeah. So do they have Bristol all over, or is that just here? I have no idea. It's like a... It's, it's like a Gelson's it's or like, like a, a smaller Whole Foods. No, it's not Whole Foods, because Whole Foods is all organic-y. This is more of like just like your, like a food? yeah like a high end specialty grocery store. That's yeah. like kind of you don't buy your groceries there. No, no. You well, just go for like little shit. But I then mean, you s- the other the larger Bristol Farms you can, but yeah. this one's really small. This one's small, so it's kind of like you wouldn't. 
that's what pisses me off too because there's a lot of people that you know everyone just goes in there for like something two or four things yeah i mean it's very expensive and there's like some asshole always with a whole cart and they're like everyone's in line waiting come on buy meat you can buy special specialty cheeses yeah water (laughs) wine maybe the pokey pokey bar Eh. which i don't go there yeah i was like yeah we've we've discussed this so andy and i are both obsessed with um grocery store samples and sometimes even if they're not a sample like like our mind gets confused uh and thinks they're samples like at rite aid you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> With well <what> they have <laughs> they'll have like the be- i like going there because they have like they always have like little cheese yeah oh yeah at each corner che- there's like toothpicks with delicious cheese. Like, try cube this, cheeses try the cheese try the cheese sometimes so. a kind of salami <laughs> situation but then you get greedy because then you take the toothpick and i'll go over to the, like the the food bar where yeah. they have like you know all the real food where you can buy it yeah, and weigh it. The hot bar is very good. So I'll good go over there, there and like kind of like take a little orange chicken with. I mean, the, I don't see why not. The, yeah, I mean, it's so damn expensive. I mean, do you ever just ask them for a sample? Because I find myself going up to deli cases and pretending I've never had orange chicken before in my life, oh, and I'm yeah. like, what's this? And what they'll, they'll, they'll well, sometimes they'll catch you too, and they're just kind of, dude, it's all right, man. It's yeah, because they're all. But can't you ask them to give you a sample? Because I do that sometimes. Oh yeah, they'll give you a cup with. Yeah. And I always just have to have That's like really I put on like I put on like a whole <laughs> acting scheme where I'm just like roast turkey. What is? <laughs> and so many people do that too because <laughs> yeah. they'll be standing there like and just like these rich moms and shit. They'll be like, "Yo, can I try the uh, low sodium ham?" Like you know what it tastes like. Yeah, lady. <laughs> yeah, seriously. You come in here all the time. It's like ham but with less salt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they always have orange chicken. I don't know. It kind of changes that up every day. That one you sent me the other day was delicious looking. They had fried chicken and they had, they had like masacholi and then they had. The hell's masacholi? Like or pen? What's masacholi? You don't know what that is? Penny pasta? What? It's, is is masacholi penny pasta? Well, I don't know. I thought you were gonna say penny. I don't know. What's I don't know. I think what masacholi that's the is. same, but it's kind of made into like a dish, like like meatballs. baked ziti. Yeah, like that kind oh, of. Oh, okay. I what don't the know. hell is masacholi? I don't know. Your 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 version sounds very jazzy. What the hell is masacholi? I feel I feel inadequate that I don't know what that is. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. <laughs> masacholi. I think it's penne pasta with it's just made into like with a dish meatball? with meatballs and shit. So bolognese with penne. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So, and then they'll sometimes have burritos where they cut them in half. And then oh, they, yeah, that's and a they blast. they make them wet and they're just all there and you can just grab whatever. See, th- you know what I like to do with that? Cause sometimes C- I don't want to. No, sometimes <laughs> I don't want yeah, well, that too. Som- and sometimes I don't want a lot of the wrap. So I scoop out the center. I'm like, I like the way the sauce and the oh. cheese and the meat taste inside. So I'll just sort of scoop a little oh, of that, see, put it in my dish. I thought you were going to say like, like sometimes you just want a taste of it. Oh, I'll cut so it. So you take that big ass spoon and you'll oh, cut a corner I've off it. I've done that a million times. And then you take the toothpick. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> enchiladas are much easier because they're smaller. I don't like because the enchiladas there, the, the, they overcook the sides. Oh, yeah. So just the middle is kind of tender. I haven't had those there. I was on a big pork carnitas phase there for a while. Yeah, and that's the most grossest thing there. I know you always say that, but I thought it was delicious. But yeah, now they switched up all their sandwiches because they have the bomby sandwiches, which I'm addicted to. See, I've never had their sandwiches. There's all new pictures that you can go give me this one, and they yeah. switched all the toppings up. Mm. So, do you like a bomby sandwich? I know what it is. I've never had oh one. Oh my I don't god, think. I'm just so fucking it's addicted. It's like a little them. like dough thingy. No, it's the the Vietnamese. Yeah. It's a French bread sandwich oh, with it's pork. Bread? Oh, I thought it and was And then they like put, that. like, jalapenos and, like, this stuff on it. It's, oh, that it's sounds amazing. way better than I thought. Oh, yeah. Anytime you go to a Vietnamese restaurant, get the, the bombing sandwich. They always run out of them, too, because they only have oh, so much Oh, maybe I... Bread. You know what? Yes, I have. I think I've ordered one when I got pho delivered. Don't you have 90210 pho here? Yeah. Yeah, up the street. I don't know if they I have I the bombing sandwiches. I haven't had theirs there. I feel like they're too, like, healthy maybe and fancy for Maybe you should just do a food show. I... Listen. I, I feel like one day, once my... You know, once I am actually, like, a household name... 
I'm going to pitch myself to Food Network to have a traveling food show because there's so many of them I've now. I always you wanted have to do a like, travel show. Yeah. That's almost like the thing to do. I want one with food for sure. Like I love stand up and always you always you always have stand up, but I kind of want to do like because it's always new and you can always you're going around. Yeah. Right. It's not like scripted. It's kind of. Yeah. I would love that, but involve the food part Didn't of it. Didn't we have that idea after our, after my you were on my ghost line and we had that idea about like going for ghost places with stand up, like bars that are haunted, and yeah. you would go there maybe like the first day and party, and then the next day you would do a ghost. Hunt? Yeah, I think is that I what we're thinking. I think so. so. Yeah, we were yeah going around haunted places, but also comedy clubs are also super haunted half yeah. the time because they're also really old and old theaters. Yeah. There's a way to mix comedy and ghosts. I mean, I know you're already doing it, but like a TV show. Well, I mean, there's always something, right? It's yeah. Always Guys, I'm copywriting this because we said it out loud. Yeah, don't take that. That's a good idea. Yeah. Well, but think you if could you say like it, it first. It could be like a this is like the third time I've done this on my show where I'm like, that's a great idea. Copyrighted it. <laughs> Just say it. Like, but you can't really <laughs> copyright an idea because they'll. I think on TV you can. Like I remember trying to do that with something and they could, you can't trademark an idea. They can just. You can trademark Like a show a you can, but not like an idea for like a reality show. I don't think you can. Oh, maybe not. Yeah, because I've trademarked like scripts I've written. Because like a Ghost Hunters and all those Ghost Adventures, they're doing the same shit. There's yeah. no difference, right? Uh, just like a bunch of dudes go, I guess, if you just tweak it. Well, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, because it's not something different. It's more about selling the personalities then. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, that's true. Like we would go in all these places in America because it's a lot of haunted bars and stuff. And then it would be like kind of like that uh, that David Tell. Yeah. What was that show what? he did? Um, I know, but I that can't think of it. That show and then he would party and all that stuff in the town and then you would go ghost hunt. He did that already? No, but he would just party in the town. Oh. But I'm saying that we would We would do that, that and then ghost hunt. Then ghost hunt the, uh, the building that we just partied at. But then they say that's really bad because when I was at the uh, the Queen Mary. Uh, oh, you, went, you ended up going, right? Yeah, that's really creepy. And we got down there and we ended up drinking and shit. And I got scratched really bad on my face and it and didn't go away for like two months. Did you fall or did you, someone just like a ghost scratch you? Okay, here's the story. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually having sex. Uh-huh. My girlfriend got it for my birthday uh-huh. and she really loved it too so the queen mary so we go there and uh you know it was just we had some drinks and stuff and you know we christened the room yeah but we find out later and right after i had a scratch on my cheek that just burned and Weird. they always they always say you know she didn't touch my face or anything but they always say when you do when you get scratched by a ghost it like lingers burning you know all those people always say like oh my back it's like burns and they have like the marks on their back Oh, you my know, God. When you see ghost shows and stuff like yeah. that? Yeah. So I had it on my face. And it was like, it was just burning like fucking days. And then that night we went on the ghost tour. Uh-huh. And they were saying how there's a guy ghost that likes girls and he gets jealous. And he scratches people? Yeah. And she was probably the best looking one at the place because the place wasn't, there was not many people there. <laughs> so she was, you know, good looking girl. Yeah. So maybe. And it burned for like a long time? And we kept joking about it. I'm like. It still burns. Like, if I kind of go, like, it was, like, a biz- very bizarre thing. For how long? Like, two months, you said? Oh, no. I mean, the scar was there. That's I mean, it, it just kind of went away. Uh, it burned for, like, a couple of days. Like, a burning, like, ah. like. That is really weird. I really want to go to the Queen Mary, though. It's so cool. That doesn't sound, like, overly scary. Have you, and like, the ghost tours, like, they give you equipment and stuff, and it's, like, I think it's, like, 100 bucks each. Yeah. And they take We did that in New Orleans for Katie's yeah, bachelorette party. they take you down party. into the bowels of the ship, where it's, like, you're under the water. What happened there? Um, they, trans- Little, uh, they transported Nazi soldiers that died under there uh-huh. during the war. Um, I mean, there's so many different stories. One guy got killed during the war. A door, what an airtight door slammed on him. And he's the most, uh, he's the most prominent ghost. And they actually had EVPs that they would show us. Is he the one that scratched you? 
that I mean, he's the one that said he gets jealous and he follows girls. Really? Ba- he follows girls back to their rooms and like plays with them and like. What does he expect to do? <laughs> You're a ghost, buddy. Maybe they don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he might be having a good time though. Yeah, yeah who yeah, knows? The girl you know? has no idea. Well. Jerking off on girls, yeah. girls and whatever. Yeah, fair enough. But that's creepy. Go to yeah, go to the go to the uh, Queen Marriott. I really want to go. Have you heard of? Do we already talk about this? The Cecil Hotel. Yeah, the one over there downtown, right? Yeah, with the where, but do we, so you, you can't know, go there anymore, right? Mm, it may. You can, but I they won't let you in because they remodeled it. I think something, but that's the one you know about that girl that, that got caught in the boiler. Yeah, but it also was a. Um, Richard like, Ramirez stayed there. Yeah, a bunch of like serial killers stayed there. Yeah. I don't even know if I would want to go in there because I feel like it's like so many like bad things happened there that it's almost like the building. That's one of those things, yeah. It's where like it's like, uh, did people, when people stayed there, did they be, then become yeah, like, become, nuts. yeah, nuts? And also the black, the suspected black Dahlia killer stayed there too. Oh, really? It's like three different, like, yeah. Yeah, what would they even call that? There was the Night Stalker guy too, or is Richard that Richard Ramirez? Ramirez? Yeah. yeah. And then, um, I don't know, maybe like, Maybe so many thing, bad things happened in that hotel that then the hotel became like hot. I don't know. Like it would just so make people she go was, crazy. You've probably talked about this on your show, right? What? Yeah. Well, a little bit. Well, she runs. They have the 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 uh, video or the the security tapes of the woman. Yeah. Like panicking, running into that elevator, like pressing yeah. the buttons, like looking, and they. And her wrists. Did you did you see that part of it where her what? wrists turn in a way like at a certain point? So she's like panicking, going back and forth, like like talking to someone that she that is not there, like a, yeah. a spirit. And then at one point when she's talking with her hands. Her wrists like oh, I gotta go look turn in a so way creepy. that like a human's wrist wouldn't. And then they find in. her in, in the boiler where there's nowhere to get in the boiler, right? Yeah, no one could open that. It was like, well, the 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 door to the roof was locked uh, and heavy, and then the boiler was locked, and also like one person could not lift that up. It's so weird, right? Yeah, it's creepy. So the they and then that and was also the like there was her her intestines or something was happening there. But and that there was, was missing. no other tapes or security things. No, or nothing of her leaving the hotel either. Days? No, that happened like a couple of years ago. Oh, was it? That yeah. was recently? Yeah, she was like a USC student. That place is creepy. But that's like, I want to go to haunted places, but there's something about that place where I'm just like, ah, that's almost like well, too people, bad. They, they renovated, I think, and they won't even let anyone ghost hunt in there anymore. Like, they'll turn you away if they even think that you're... I mean, what, you're do, what do they renovate it to be? They should just they redid burn it. that thing down. Yeah, I know, but they redid the whole hotel, I heard. Oh, it's so it's a hotel now? Yeah. Well, how, how do they know people are ghost hunting? I mean, you would just well, I mean, book you, a room. Yeah, you just book a room. But I mean, people will try to go in there, tourists, to like... Hey, can we come in and, mm-hmm. and look around? They're like, no. See, I, I don't want to go in there. I'm not going to risk like becoming like the Night Stalker killer. And the Ebell Theater right down the street from there is haunted. What's that? That's on Ebell Wil- Theater? On Wilshire. That's one of the most haunted places in L.A. I it don't know that really one. talks about that. Look that up. Um, Ebell? E-B-E-L-L. It's All on right. Wilshire, um, kind of down by Crenshaw, I think. Who's it haunted by? I don't know. Um, it's just a big-ass theater. And then did you see the Ghost Adventures where the on Highland Avenue – it's like the Rotary Club or something like that by the Hilton uh-huh. right before the bowl. You know, that I went to a gifting suite there randomly. Really? They say yeah. that's like the most haunted place in L.A. Really? Like uh, watch the Ghost Adventures one. Where, I mean, they, they were getting shit thrown at them and like there was EVPs off the, going off the awesome. charts. Like crazy shit. Like like mean spirits. They think some old guy that was a caretaker died there, but then there was other spirits too. And that's crazy. Fucking Hollywood is so cool. Yeah, it is. It is cool. I mean, but we don't have as like old of history as like when you go somewhere like uh, – I don't know. I'm sure places like on the East Coast are way more haunted just because they like have Chicago. Civil War places too. Savannah. Yeah, Stassi and I went to Charleston uh, a couple weeks ago and we wanted to go on this. Uh, apparently Charleston's very haunted. So she's big on ghosts too, right? Yeah, really into it. Okay. And um, we wanted to go on this haunted tour of uh, like this haunted jail that is apparently is really scary, but then it was only at night. But we're going back at like 10 days or something. And so yeah. 
I think we're going to go try to see the jail haunting place at night. And that's, that's all Civil War stuff too, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Johnny Laquasto, the comic, he went to uh, to uh, Gettysburg, and he has actual EVPs from his from personal ones from his really like really crazy ones. He's what does EVP mean again? You know, like if you like, um, like if you turn a recorder on, and it's you like can't hear the it. But frequency? then when you play it, when you play it back, you can hear them. Like you can't hear the ghosts. Like, like the normally, yeah. yeah. You would, you would have to. And you play it back, then you can like hear. Like this could actually have EVPs on it if your house yeah. is haunted. Like if you play this back for everyone. That's cool. You'd be like, you know, Rachel, you know, something like that. I wish like it was. <laughs> come on. Well, ghost, I feel like please, everything, everything. Yeah, you just have to open it up, right? Apparently, my apparently this this place like had a little bit of a fire situation before I moved in. I don't think anyone well, died, yeah. and they have to disclose to you if someone died in your apartment. Legally. Well, I mean, what do you think is death? I mean, are they just all everywhere around us? Because I mean, people are dying all the time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, or the, do you yeah. get stuck or what? Well, I think the people that get stuck are the ones that are around, but I think they stay in there. But then you see like things like the Long Island Medium and stuff. These mediums say. And they're saying your dead loved ones are all around you. No, maybe that's true. So, you know, they're watching. So that you can just open it up. And so anyone, so even if my place wasn't haunted, you're saying that someone could come through and say, my, you know, just say something? Or they're here the whole time. They're just being respectful. Maybe. I look, hey, thanks for being respectful, ghosts. But, like, if you want to be, like, a little rude well, and you Well, ha- you have to, like, do, like, in the ghost shows, you have to be kind of, you have to be kind of aggressive with them, right? Like Oh, like, ask them? Like, hey, you know... Come on, what are you doing? You, you ghosts? You know, they always like... Really? They, they ever hey, talk ghosts. Shit, they ever talk on. shit to the ghosts? Really? Are you the ghost that, like, hurt my friend, that, like, so touched my like, friend's ear? You, like, inti- you like interrogate them yeah, or in- instigate them? Instigate them. Yeah. That's the thing to do. I didn't know that. Oh, don't you watch Ghost Adventures? It's so no. fucking cool. I don't know. It's, it's not fake either because I know... I mean, I think I've seen, one like, one or two episodes, but... Yeah, they find the most shit. That's Is the that one, the one, one watch. Saturday nights on uh, Travel Channel. Oh no, maybe they like these. They like these three dudes. They're like they were like Ed Hardy and shit, but they're really they're funny too. But that they, is funny. They find the most stuff. God, that'd be a fun show to do. And they all, they have the they have the best equipment too because I think they're the they're the most popular. So they have the most money. So this guy makes this this um, experimental equipment. He's like, yeah. well, I think this would work because and it does. Like really? Do like weird ass readings and stuff. Like and Twister when they made that that thing to catch the. The tornado. Remember that movie? When oh, yeah, yeah. See, with out. all the little things. <laughs> <and> he <laughs> has to get it in the middle of the tornado. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Alice. What? Was it called Alice? Alice. Is that what it, yeah, that's what it was called. Because she's... Oh, uh, Helen Hunt. What's she been up to? Um, that was a good uh, soundtrack. Long way down. Remember the Google Dolls? That is a great song. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, let's talk about a little bit of comedy stuff. Um, how did you get started in comedy? I don't even think I know your story I don't, when you moved out here and... Well, I started, uh, I did morning radio in college at University of Illinois. Oh, did you? I had a morning show there with this other guy, and I was I was like 19, and then he was older. And then when he graduated, he moved on, and mm-hmm. I wanted to graduate, so. And the radio show fell apart. Yeah. <laughs> we got number one in the ratings, though. Really? For like, well, our station, the planet down there was, uh, they didn't plug it as a student station. Or Champaign-Urbana, it's like 100,000 people. That's so cool. So it was like a, it was the morning alternative, so it was like alternative radio, so it was really popular anyway. Yeah. So it was just, uh. My host, me, and then the, a girl. There's three of us, and it was really cool. We had two hours, three hours every morning, and that's fun. So you've been doing radio a long time. Yeah, and then you, then after that, I graduated with the Second City, and that was pretty much a thousand dollar T-shirt. And uh <laughs> how did I not know you went to Second City, Chicago? Yeah, but I didn't do. I how long? How long I did you go for? Imp- I dropped out of uh, the improv for a year, and then I did the whole writing program. Oh, okay. But then I. I'm doing the conservatory here. It takes forever. Yeah, I dropped I've, I've been already been almost in a so year of it, and I'm like, I was so sick of improv. Yeah, mm. it's way different. Yeah, but it's like you know, I mean, I think of stand up is kind of like you're doing your own stuff, and it's 
I guess if you. Get, I mean, I like stand up a lot better, but I feel like being good a good improviser like, yeah. will help me to be a better stand up. Oh, of course, but starting improv is god awful because they throw in all the beginning places and no one's really trusting anybody. And yeah, like improv is really good or it's really bad. Yeah, no, it's true, but you have to stick with it because it's only starting to like really, really click and like we're all starting to kind of gel. And it's been almost a year. Okay, what do they do? But they keep you with the same people? Um, no, but but when you. St- Sometimes when you, s- I've been with a lot of the same people since the beginning. Okay. And That's some people will drop out, is. and some people will. Like if you have a team where like you're, you trust everybody. Yeah. Yeah, but you can't like, you know, in the beginning of improv, like, all right, here's a mom, you know, from the suburbs, you, some ten year old kid. It's like everyone, you're all dogs, go. Yeah. Like, what? So yeah, that kind of, and I don't have that kind <laughs> of like a mad. I'm, I'm such a logical commit. person. I'm just like, why am I? I'm not a dog. I'm, what am I do? Why am, yeah, I, why I, am I acting commit. like a dog? That's why you're stand up. Yeah. Yeah. We, we don't. Yeah, I can't commit to everything. Yeah, it's hard too because if, especially if you do stand up first, like I just find myself like just going back to like, well, I'm good at one liners, so like there'll be a yeah. scene and I just won't talk much, and then I'll have like one. Uh, That's one what I would do. I always like, thought, All right, peace. I always thought everything out of my, my mouth had to be funny. Yeah, and she's like, "Don't do that." I'm like, "Ugh, I don't know why." You're like, "But I, it was funny." It was funny, but <laughs> yeah. then they're like, "No, you have to build." Yeah. I'm like, "Ugh." You're like, "Fine." And I wouldn't have the confidence to build, and I don't know. Yeah, it's hard. So okay, so you were there, then you did like a year writing program there. Second City? Yeah, or two years. And then um, after that, a couple of my friends were getting married, so I took off to L.A. Because awesome. if you really want to do anything serious, you have to be here. Absolutely, yeah, especially for acting. I mean, do you think even in New York? Do you think that's well, or New York. New York? Yeah, I mean, stand-up is probably bigger there. You have no, I don't think well, so. I think you have better, better opportunities. More clubs? More clubs and also... Well, and they're also not as like... Everyone in LA, I mean, all the clubs here, it's like, it's a showcase room for you. Like, you don't really... Yeah. And Comedy Central's and there. So they're always... Oh, okay. And SNL's there and all that stuff. So everyone's always coming out to see people. But they're, they've been pulling a lot of people from LA for SNL. I yeah. feel like. Yeah. Well, Comedy Central for like all those... All the half-hour shows, they always, it's always New York comics. Yeah, okay, maybe Because they all kind of see them all the time, and it's all... Oh, that's true. They'll grab somebody maybe that's Maybe that's why I'm always like, I don't know who they are, but that's Yeah, just I don't know I any don't of those people, and then it'd be like... But it's just because we only know our they'll scene. They'll pick one here that's, like, already really established. Yeah. So, but, um, yeah, and then I came out here, and uh, slept on some couches, and worked at the Haha ha Comedy Club for about six years. You worked there for six years? Yeah. And then and he fell in love with the daughter of the owners. And then we dated for four years, and then... We broke up, and then they banned me. Yeah. And I've been banned for the last two years. Well, so no more of that for you. <laughs> you you're back to performing there, though. No, I'm not. You pr- I've done a show. I did a show with you there. Like They said, because uh, Comedy Juice was booking there, she says, you can do Comedy Juice. And then when Comedy Juice stopped, I couldn't go anymore. <laughs> she, doesn't, she doesn't book me. Oh, so she doesn't book you personally? No, because it'd be against the rules. I mean, she barely books me either. Sorry. Because the, the girlfriend's new husband doesn't want me there, and I don't even know him. That's so bizarre. <laughs> don't they live in another state? Yes, they live in Chicago. So how does that affect him? Uh, you ask them. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's like trying to kill my career. I don't even know who the fucking guy is. That is so weird. Well, I don't <laughs> think that it's not going to kill your career. Don't I worry. I know, but like, it's, like, it's such bullshit. It man. is so weird, though. It's so petty. You're like, sir, I'm happy for you. <laughs> like, uh, we're all So good. if you go to the, co- uh, the Ha Ha Comedy Club, be like, you know, let Andy back in. Yeah, really. Where's Andy? God, just I really loved the Andy Cozell guy. Where's he? And they really liked me there. I was I was well liked. I was yeah. a good worker, you know. And then just they turned on me because yeah. it wasn't even the daughter. She 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 didn't have anything. She liked me, you know. Yeah, she didn't care. We had a, we had a even breakup. It was just yeah. the new guy didn't. He sounds like a blast. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> and then all right. <laughs> and then you. They're gonna hear this right now. And you're gonna get banned. Nod. What if you do? That's how they work. Oh, whatever. Rachel, you're banned. Not my problem. Or not, <laughs> not like, whatever. You're going to ban me because of my podcast? Yeah, yes. like, 
Because I talked about an ex-employee of yours? What? You talked about Andy, your band. <laughs> your band. Um, <laughs> and then and then what happened after that? So then you're in L.A. And then just doing commercials and doing stand-up and writing. I have a few scripts we're trying to sell. and Yeah. Your stand-up's very funny. Thanks. Once you get to a point where it's, you know, you start, uh, you got to do everything, you know? Oh, yeah. It, I mean. You got to write. You got to do podcasts. You got to do, mm-hmm. you know. I just, you should read this book or uh, listen to it on tape like I did. Um, well I only listened to like a quarter of it. It's called How to Make It by Rachel O'Brien. No. Like, really? You're plugging your own book? No. It's called <laughs> The Originals. And it's like, uh, and it's like basically just like, you know, like those Malcolm Gladwell books, like about the, t- like the tipping point and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah. So it's kind of like that and where they like um, study the phenomenon of people who, you know, change the world and are super successful. And like one of the main points was people that really, you know, do well. Um, one of the number one things was they kept their day job until they fully made it. Like John Legend, for example, oh, really? like he basically had he was like, I think, a business manager pretty much up until he won a Grammy. Like he had like a side like day job because maybe it's like hedging your bets or something or maybe yeah, you but don't also get to doesn't stand up the opposite though. Um, I don't think so. Don't actually, they say like stand up, you kind of have to like if you're still holding on to that job, you have to make the jump or like I'm done. I and think I, it'll well, make you hustle more. I think when you get to that point though, like when okay, you get yeah. to the point where where you're ready to take the jump. But honestly, if, if well, I was because even at the haha, yeah, yeah, six years into it, and I was like, you know, I'm done here. Yeah. Because oh yeah, yeah, but you were already at that point because you'd already made yeah, money. Yeah, they were putting me up as I worked, but you're always, you know, you work so much, yeah. and I was missing gigs because I had to work. Yeah. And then sometimes they would. No, work. you did it at the right time. Yeah. But then, so th- there was that was one point, and then and then the other one was, uh, was the people, you know, like you think of someone like, well, I'm not gonna say Steve Jobs. Uh, what was it the guy? Is it Jeff Bezos? Is that the eBay guy? I don't know. Whatever. Someone like him, I think it was. He had like 1,200 other ideas and like patents and things that he had tried before. Yeah. Whatever. So it's, it's, they say that you should have, you know, like a hand in everything because that's going to make you, you're going to have the best odds of succeeding basically. Well, a lot of people say out here too, it's like writing has got them everything. Yeah. So you write something and it hits and then, well, because Hollywood's a club and you got to get in the club. That's pretty much what it is. And they don't really want anyone else in except people that like nepotism and people that are you know why do you think what do you think writing gets you in because it doesn't really it can well, only because help it, it you shows that you like want to be on camera or something like it's just one of those things it's like you know say you sold a fucking movie script yeah and you're like holy shit this girl's for real yeah you know what else do you have you know but it's yeah. also the reason i say that too is because with comedy they're like they'll call you in like oh you're a comic what else do you do but then if you're not a yeah. comic they're like oh do you do stand-up comedy you know, no, you, it's need so true. Get, you need but to get on stage. Sta- yeah, but the stand-up part is good because that does get you in the door. Oh, yeah, it's got me in the door many more times. But they always ask you. What else? What else do you do? Yeah. They want like a full, well, a full-rounded person if you're not really in the club. Yeah. You know, it's like. Which is. Oh, you're. Which is good to your be. Your dad's not this guy. Well. Yeah. Who are you? You know. Well, it also kind of shows. But stand-ups usually are good writers, too. So it's not yeah. that hard to be like, oh, yeah, I wrote the script. Yeah. Well, and also, too, stand-up is just kind of. It's like you can't just do stand-up anymore. Yeah, you can. Right? No, you can, but it's like you can't like. You know, you got to stay here. You can't do the road much anymore because then you got to. Then you miss out on you stuff. You miss out on stuff here, and everything's online now. And they want you to do, you know. Yeah. I'm saying no. Well, of you course do the road up. on the weekends. That's why everyone yeah. does it on the weekends. You know, to make but money. You need and to act. You need to do this. You yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I see what I'm you're saying. I'm just saying yeah. straight stand up. Because yeah, some people can't. just want to be straight stand ups. They don't want to act. They don't want to. Yeah. And I no, think you can't. The yeah, public can. wants you to do more, you know? Yeah. Well, I think that's why a lot of people start podcasts and stuff, too, because it's like. Yeah. I mean, I've wa- I want I want to do everything, but um, well, even Vanderpump. I mean, that's a stepping thing now. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, it's not ideal because it's reality, but I 
you know, turned it in a way that worked out for me. Yeah, but I feel like me. reality is so different now. Like, maybe, like, in yeah. the old days, it was like, all right, don't do... Well, I mean, it's, there's such a fine line now. There, I mean, it depends on how, how you do it. I mean, if I was, like, all in on it and I was like, yeah, I'll go work at the restaurant and I'm going to get in big fights and, and you know, ruin relationships yeah. with people, yeah, that probably would have hurt me. But the fact that I kind of appear here and there and it's yeah. like, you know, I'm mostly... Well, also, too, like, I feel like Vanderpump is not... Like, people like everyone on Vanderpump. It's not like the Real Housewives really? where it's... I don't, uh, I don't want to go see Vicky on stage. Yeah. You know, oh, Vicky, Vicky Gufson is doing stand-up Yeah, that's true. Uh, that would now. seem a little like, weird. You, Vicky. Yeah. Like, you guys are kind of like your kids and you kind of... Yeah. Well, I mean, but I was already doing comedy way before yeah. Vanderpump. Well, of course. Yeah. But, uh... And I, it's kind of about... Everyone's gr- it's the show's about you know, everyone's grinding, you know? Yeah, that's true. Oh, that yeah, that's a good point, where it's like showcasing other things that they do other than just being like a rich... Yeah, you're, you're not like a rich asshole yeah. or just running around... Yeah, that's true. ...hanging people. Yeah, I mean, it's, def- it's definitely helped. Yeah. But but there's certain people I think that like judge me for it too. But whatever. Yeah, but people can judge would, you for anything anyway. Yeah, that's true. You'd rather be judged than than not be judged at all. Yeah. Right? Would you ever do a reality show? It would have to be. Yeah, I mean, it would have to be something that's conducive to what who I am. Yeah. I'm not gonna go on like, hey. Uh, like there's some NBC thing just came out. And they wanted to cast. They were asking us to come in, but it was like. Was it was it was it a stand-up related thing or no, was it? No, but it's a comedy thing. But it's also kind of, you know, they give you like a vague. Yeah. Come in for this. I'm like, well, what is it? Like, well, we can't tell you. It's like yeah. you're setting me up for something, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you get there and they're like, what it really is. is what it really is is like yeah. you're going to do this and you're going to like fuck with these people. No, I don't want to do that. I don't want to. Yeah. I hate hidden camera shows. Yeah. I don't want to do a hidden camera show, even though that, that helps I people. I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't mind a hidden camera show. But I thought sometimes maybe they want comedians on the well, c- a larger show like The Bachelor or something. Yeah, and I just like can't fuck with people. Like, I, I'll get too like. Yeah, you're kind of like that with the, like, are you someone that wouldn't be able to do roast battle? Oh, I fucking hate that Yeah, shit. me too. Oh. <laughs> I like think about like, well, especially. Sometimes I can't even watch it. Some of those ones I would turn it off. Yeah. Like as I get older, I can't watch certain things. Yeah. Like like when there's, oh, when when there's like confrontation. I don't know if I'm yeah. getting evolving as a human or what, but like as I, when I was a kid, like, oh, I want to see this shit. And then now I'll watch things and it's, oh, it cringes. Or like the, a lot of the, the, rea- the reunion shows. Oh, those make me very uncomfortable. Like when yeah. I'll watch the, I was watching the, um, the New Jersey Housewives. I had to turn it off. I was yeah. like, this is really like. They get me, so intense. This is giving me anxiety. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or confrontation, but also like I can't watch, um, like I don't know if they do that anymore in American Idol where they would just like embarrass someone. Oh, I'm just I like, that. oh, I can't handle it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like the, in the. And these hidden camera shows were like, oh, God, you're doing that to somebody? Like, tell them. Come on, tell them you're joking. Yeah. And they, they drag maybe, it yeah, out. Yeah, maybe I wouldn't be able to do that either. Maybe just only when I think of it, it's like as like maybe punked because that was just celebrities. Yeah. That, like, I don't know. Yeah, it was a little bit better. Yeah. But I mean, but some people have that in them. Where they'll, they'll just do the, like, they just love to fuck with people. Yeah, I don't like that. I feel bad too easily. And I always thought with Roast Battle, I couldn't do it because usually they would pair you with, like, someone, like, one of your friends. And, like, mean stuff is going to come out. And you, you like... Well, the weird thing about roast is like they started as like, you know, the Sinatra things where they were all buddies and they were kind of just like playing around with them. It was smart and fun. Now we got to the point where it's like, you know, fuck you. Your parents are dead. Yeah. You know, it's like, ah, it's like, oh, we love you. You know, like, like, I don't know. It's kind of getting a little crazy. You're like, that wasn't even funny. And also on Comedy Central, they'll do they'll have the person they're roasting and like everyone on the on the stage is like they don't even really know them. Yeah, that is a little weird. Where it's like so, it's you just, so you're just like right so it's a platform for a comedian to tell a joke. Well, they that's like the way that to Comedy Central to get their comedians out there. Comedians out there. Yeah, that's true. That's all Justin Nook and all them Amy Schumer. Yeah. So it's like you got Amy Schumer bagging on some person. The person that she clearly has never hung out with because yeah. no one in Writers what, help in her what circle jokes. would she ever be around that person? And then they always turn and do that kind of 
well it kind of turns mean too you can kind of see like a viciousness and then they yeah. go well we love we roast the ones we love i'm like well you have to say that i guess yeah i don't think you really do because you don't even really know this person yeah well you yeah you don't know them you basically we're just like i'm gonna roast you to make my career go further and the roast battle what you're talking about is at the comedy store now yeah well, well it's also just, on, comedy just, yeah, yeah. Yeah. on comedy central yeah i don't know if they well, pair people up as much with like friends but it usually was people that knew each other well the original. Yeah, the original the comedy, at the comedy store. store. Yeah. The one on. It's like I can't imagine me and Jacqueline like going up against each other and something like mean not coming out where it's like. You wouldn't be friends Where I'd anymore. be like, remember that guy that didn't like you? <laughs> like, you know, it's just like, oh, why'd I say that? <laughs> now I feel bad. Yeah. Yeah. One day you had B.O. and like, you didn't, it's like, what? Yeah. It's just like mean. Well, the, ro- the roast battle was like a tournament. So they just grabbed these comics from all over the country. Yeah. And they pretty much just kind of had time to research who they were and just came at them with. Like mean ass shit. Some people look like they were gonna cry. Really? Oh my see, I've see only it? seen. I only I've seen the ones of the people we knew. Ralphie May was like, I feel really? like he didn't do that well, and like he was. They edited it to a way that he looks like he was like really gonna cry, and I was like, this is. Why would I want to watch that? It was that? so That's uncomfortable. So I had to turn that one off. Oh, Did I don't like that the at battle, all. The Jeff Ross one. They get so mean. Oh my god, I can't watch that. That makes me sad. Oh my god. What does that mean? What did you say? What type personalities we are? You said there's a. You told me this when we were at the Ha Ha that one time. Um, Empathic. No, but it's like you thought that you were an A type or a B type. No, oh, I'm type B. Type B. I think that's what I am too. Yeah, type B is very. Uh, we might be the only type B comics in the town. Because type type B is very narcissistic. Like, but I do think of as type A as like, oh, I'm because I'm super driven and like regimented and stuff. But I don't have that narcissistic quality of like. Yeah, I feel like that's the gray area with type A. So all these comics are kind of like it's like m- I'm there for me. I yeah. Feel like Type B is more like, okay, I want everyone to, to make it. Yeah, that's definitely how I am. Type A yeah. is like, no, I'm going to make it. And I don't, I'm not going to, I'm going to step on everybody to get there. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like, I'm so damn driven. And I'm so me, me, me that I'm so alpha. Okay, then I'm definitely type B. Because I even B. like wanted to post, like I was, because I've seen other people post like where they are in charts of podcasts. And I was really excited to be number 17. And I like yeah, almost posted it like on something. And I was like, that just, that's embarrassing. Like, Oh yeah, I, I won't post like, shit. I will only post shit if like, you know, I'm. It's a show with other people because I'm promoting everyone's stuff. Yeah. I won't be like, hey, look at Yeah, look I at did. me. Look where I am right now. It's like, I feel so like. So many comics out here do that shit and it's so transparent. And yeah. I feel like they don't even know. Do they know? I mean, but there's different schools of thought who think like, oh, you should always be promoting yourself because, you know, like what if, you know, an exec or someone sees that. But I also think like sometimes like silent confidence is good too. Like, like they'll, that's, they'll see it when they need to. That's the gray area because everyone's like, well, you have to, you have to hustle so much. But also it's like. I don't want to backdoor people. I don't want to step on people. Yeah. I don't want to make other ki- people feel I'm bad not either. I'm kind of person. Yeah. I didn't do comedy for that. I just want to make people yeah. laugh. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to like, oh, I stepped on these people just to get to yeah. where I am. And especially if you have like a, you know, at some point everyone's struggling in their career. I mean, we, we always, everyone always is. And I never want to like post something like bragging when I know like a friend of mine or something is yeah. like feeling like they're having a hard time, which they probably aren't. Like, why would I want to rub and that And also, nobody's face? really making it. Everyone's in the yeah, same we're, yeah, fucking we all, Yeah, spot. exactly. Everyone is. Like, it's someone like, will post something like, oh, I got this show. Like, motherfucker, you're eating ramen noodles. Yeah, like, it's I was so just true. over your house. Yeah. Like, it's Even like, people that are really successful, I think, always feel like they're struggling. Because I think people want to post it, too, to show that, like, maybe for them, too. Yeah, I'm okay. I promise, okay, Mom. I'm good. Okay, Mom. Yeah. It's I'm not going to come home. Don't worry. <laughs> I lie to my parents so yeah. much. Do you? <laughs> well, it's just like, they don't get it. Yeah. I'm like, are you okay out there? I'm like, yeah, mom, I'm fine. You know, like, they're just like shit. Like, well, tell me, what do you, what's going on? Like, ugh. Just, just the like, questions are so bizarre. Yeah. And you just don't want to answer them. And then you get like mean to your mom. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, because this whole thing of like not really having like a normal job is like so it's, scary well, yeah. to parents. Oh, totally. Even though you're so happy, you're happy. You're like, mom, yeah. I'm happy. 
oh, I'm not, you know. I'd be, I would much rather be doing this than working in a, even if I was making $500,000 a year in an office job, I would rather. My time is worth everything. That's yeah. what it is. Your time is worth everything. Yeah. Well, well, you're, and, I mean, we're and doing what you love. Yeah, because doing what you love. Most people that have office jobs end up quitting at some point and then th- like later in life being like going on some sort of spiritual journey where they were like, shit, I should have followed my dreams. Yeah. My friend John, John Shevsky was telling me the other day at our show. I was like, man, you know, we were just bitching about how the times have changed now with like YouTube and all these. It's about followers and all this stuff. And mm-hmm. we're like, oh, God, like, are we doing the right thing? Are we not doing enough? And because we both started like 10 years ago. Yeah. And he's like, well, look, and he's like, by the time you're 40, you're going to have you would have had if you didn't do this job. Yeah. And you didn't come out to L.A. and do comedy. By the time you're 40, you will have a midlife crisis and then you will come out. He's like, yeah. let's just show. That's so look, and he says, look, you're 10 years ahead of that right yeah, there. So yeah, now you bypass that. It's you true. bypass that and you've worked for 10 years to do what you were going to do anyway. It's true. Because I would have had a meltdown. Yeah. Oh, I would have too. Everyone, I mean, there's also the theory too. It's like um, it's like a numbers game of the amount of time that you put in. Eventually something's going to happen. I mean, I'm yeah. sure it's possible that it never happens for some people, but I think that some people just give up so it never happens. You know, but I... Well, something is... is yeah, if you work for things, something's going to happen because also you're meeting everyone. Yeah. You're constantly making, that's m- pretty much almost all it is. And yeah. then there's always constantly things coming up where, okay, this job is maybe right for me. Like, yeah. look at a lot of comics. Like, maybe, you know, maybe your best thing would be, or mine would be like a travel channel show. Yeah. You know, yeah, but you started as a comic and then, but it can't turn into that. Yeah. Louis C.K. Because yeah. you don't really have the, the, that's another thing with comedy too. You don't really have all the opportunities either that everyone does. You do, but you don't. Really? Where it's like you're meeting people, but it's like it's so hard to like, you know, See, I feel some like people get it faster. So then you would be in a club where you would get all the spots and then you're you're going so much further than. Other oh, people. yeah. Or, you know, people club owners like certain people because of their. Yeah. But sometimes that's just like they're because they're better yeah. friends with them. You know, yeah, yeah. it's a lot of like it also chooses what you want to do too. like. Do you want to you know, like a Louis C.K.? I mean, that's back when you had to do the road. I mean, the guy was doing the road for like 20, 30 years. You yeah. Know? And you get so good and you get so, you know, nowadays it's like. Well, yeah, you don't get as many spots if you're just hanging out in L.A. because, you know, there's yeah. so many comics here. You have to go on the road. But you have to go on the road. And then you, then but here, then you're but being pulled you away. Also, then now you hear you have to do, like, other things. You have to do, make videos and shorts and yeah. show that you can write and you can act and you can, you know. I do think there is something to be said for, like, having something to show someone that you did. Because I feel like being like, okay, I do stand-up. Cool. They have to either see your stand-up tape or come see you live. Um, but being able to show like, oh, I have this much of a following from doing yeah. like this YouTube channel, like, because every, at the end of the day, it's all about money. It's like, oh, I've gotten, you know, a hundred thousand people to follow me every single week. Then they know like, all right, if I book them on this thing, at least they have a built in hundred thousand people. It's not like building someone from scratch, just being yeah. like, Hey, they're really funny. Of course. You know? And they want to show that you're well-rounded too. Yeah. Cause I guess if you put me in that position or you and I were, we're like, you know, casting something or, or you know, a show, and I'd be like, well, I w- maybe I would say, what else do you have? Yeah, like, I would. Like, you're a great stand-up, like, and it's a bonus if you have all that other stuff. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah All it helps these videos, like, all this shit shows me in, aver- in different situations and all that. Yeah, well, and it's also proven. Like, people don't want to take a risk on things. Sometimes yeah. they do. Sometimes, you know, they do, but it's easier to have, like, it's almost like a data point of, like, yeah. I can do this for you. And nowadays, they say that, you know, agents and managers aren't really working like they used to. Yeah. Like, they want... Because we're supposed to be building stuff up on our own. Yeah, and we're supposed to come with to them with, oh, I'm in a show already. Yeah, that's like exactly in, in what's... In the old days, they'd be like, well, I see potential and I want to create you. Yeah. Now it's like, eh, no. Nope, no. it's so true. We want you to come in with shit and then yeah. we'll work for you. I've, I've actually stopped, um, you know, you're like I'm with, I'm with 
even I'm represented, but I've, I've not as in the way I'd like to be, but I've actually stopped trying to pitch myself to like agents and stuff. Oh, everyone's I'm like, like that. Everyone's agentless. Yeah, no, but, but it's like, but I've, I've actually stopped thinking like I'm going to pitch myself to someone because I think they do like to come to you and also they don't want to develop you. Yeah. I would actually rather once I have like a show and a following and stuff because we have enough relationships be- with networks and things like we could get something off the ground that like I'd rather them come to me at a certain point and then be like, you know, yeah, because course. sometimes I think it almost like you have no leverage when you're like, hey, I promise I'm really good at things. Sign me. I well, think and also they too like with those managers and agents, they're not really going to get you things that you're going to, they can't really get you anything now per se, like saying like you're not there yet. So yeah, that's why you got to. Because there's so many. Well, people. they're gonna say you're not there yet, but then that's like the, what's you the are. But it's the like egg, there's but so like, much shit out there. Yeah, that's true. But like, but some because you don't have enough followers. Well, you do, but I'm saying. But you know, there's I, something I, to I be said to, for. They're taking these YouTube kids and shit that have yeah. like millions of followers, and it's like, well, these are the people we're taking now because yeah, they're making true. money. Well, yeah, because it's like, what are you doing, Andy? Because you know? it's a business. Yeah, it's built on making money. That's what my acting teacher just told me. <laughs> you gotta remember, this is always a business first. Oh yeah, absolutely. But I think, but I think you know, I mean. You, but with it, where at any point you can pitch a show and get it on the air, and, they, and then and then they're gonna want you know. And that's where your development of all your contacts here are. Yeah. You know, through the years, like, oh, I met this guy. Or I've exactly, this guy. and like, that's hey, usually how it happens. Here's my pitch sheet. And yeah. I think that's more organic than someone's like agent calling them and being like, "My guy's got something really great for you," and then you go and I don't you pitch something. Works no, like that anymore, I don't think it. it n- like it's pretty much references and who you know, and it's pretty much you do it yourself, and yeah. then someone. Sees it. Once, one, yes, sees it. And then once you're like big enough, then they sign you and then they basically get you more opportunities or just help you make money on your existing opportunities. That's how every show is now. Broad City, that was just a web series. Yeah. So we have a web series. We're trying to sell that to what is Broadway. That? that um break time. Have I seen that Did one? Did you ever see those? I don't think so. We took them off because they wanted us to take them off to pitch. Oh, that's cool. So, you just sold a, um. tell me about your horror film that you did for uh, uh, on iTunes. Oh, uh, it was my friends. Uh, I put some money into executive produced this uh, low budget horror movie. But um, what's it about? It's about aliens and like kind of like the government. I like it. It's it's found footage mixed with real. Oh, that's so cool. So that was the idea. So I was like, okay, this is a good idea. Like it's a real movie, but it has the found footage in it. Okay, that's cool. So it's kind of like back and forth. Um, what's it called? Lights, and it's just on iTunes. It's on. Yeah, I was like, I gotta say. They just put it up. Promote this it's shit. on uh, on demand, iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, Vudu, Xbox Live, Comcast, DirecTV, Dish Network. Um, it's called Lights. Is there anything it's not on? No. <laughs> 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 well, That's I think awesome. They, well, when you get distribution like that, they they put you in that big package. That's awesome. With all those. That's know. exciting. See, that's the shit that's gonna. So yeah, and it's already twenty one on iTunes. Horror thing. Trying whatever. to compete with me. It's not podcast. <laughs> 21. I th- that's amazing. But yours is 21 too. No, it was 17. Oh, um, 17. Um, it's not a big deal. Um, no, Jeez. now it's way down. I'm sure. It changes. <laughs> no, it changes. This is live, is it? Oh. No. It changes constantly. Like, and yeah, I don't, I don't even know. There's probably no rhyme or reason for it. Yeah, but everything you're doing, like all the Vanderpump people like you because they like you. Thanks. No, but I'm saying that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I hope so. And that's good for your stand-up and that's good for... Yeah, I hope so. Want to be doing? I mean, I'm really playing a character on there. They're, I mean, reality, but it's still you. Yeah. Which that I think is good for stand-up because people are like, oh, you know, she's good looking, she's funny, come out. No, yeah. right? I mean. Yeah, no, and I, g- I do get a lot of people because it was. Um, I mean, I was introduced as a comedian and 
talked about my comedy last season and this season filmed comedy again. Like yeah. I get a lot of tweets from people saying like, when are you coming to my town to do comedy? And that has to be only from Vanderpump. How else would anyone know me as a comedian? Well, how else would anybody know anybody? It's like, yeah. you know, it's so hard out here just to be noticed. Yeah. And even on, on, you know, Instagram and just all your, who, what do you do? Who are you? You're like, I mean, I would go see if the whole, cast of Vanderpump was doing stand-up and they had like a tour I would go yeah you would <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be like actually spectacle. I would actually be like dude let's get drunk and go see the fucking Vanderpump comedy show really that's cool like I don't see any like qual- you know like yeah 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 that would be cool alright well that's good well you, you like know reality them, TV you, though yeah I love reality TV I love all that stuff yeah well there's people that would hate on it but I think it's because you're B-type and you're not hating on it because you're not jealous of it <laughs> but if it's good it's good you know yeah. who cares yeah like if they were that's all true. if you guys were all like see like Actual really solid yeah. topics. <laughs> like, really you know, like Jax is up there doing. Oh, I don't know about that's going to happen. <laughs> Actually, he could just be funny to watch as a person. Yeah. There's some like people a, that are like that. Or like that. the Vanderpump variety show. Like you guys do your little variety show. Yeah. That could be cool. Uh, maybe. Well, all it is really too is to get your name out there and get. Yeah, that's what's helpful for sure. I mean, look at these YouTube kids. They have millions of. I was talking to this the other night at the uh, Irvine Improv and they were saying all these YouTube kids like they get picked up by these agencies and these production companies. Oh, yeah. They give them deals. But then they can't really do anything with them because they don't transfer over. Cause yeah, because you're like you're not sitting in front of your like laptop in your bedroom, like giving a, yeah. a makeup tutorial. Or yeah, it's yeah. Like stupid. So they they, they kind of burn out. Yeah. So. I mean, it'll it'll come back. I think it will come back to like actual like talent lasting in the industry. But I think it will be both. I think you have to like prove that you can get followers, but also be talented. Yeah. Well, see, like you went on stage, like they already kind of know you, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is Rachel O'Brien from Vanderpump. Like, oh, I want to see her. And then you're doing comedy. Like, oh, this is great. Yeah, it's helpful, I think. Or people are like watching, trying to like set up and see me fail because they're just like, she's a reality person. It's just that one girl, right? Who? Ariana? Yeah. (laughs) She's a blast. Um. (laughs) So, are you guys all friends? I mean, I haven't seen the new season. It's coming out, right? I mean, Uh, nobody has yet. November 7th. November 7th, I can't wait. I think. Did you see the teaser or whatever that is? No. Yeah, it's out. I'm not in it. But it's like it, it's a good it's a it's a. Are you more you're more into this one, right? This season. Well, because it was in Katie's wedding, and that was the f- through line of the entire season. Oh, really? So like you know, I was our bridesmaid. So Tom. You know, Tom's kind of like the the George McFly of the show, he, a little bit. He's kind of yeah. like the goofy. He's a good dude. Though. <laughs> you know, I know. I, yeah. I, I tweeted that one time, and he he liked it. Really? He's a nice guy. <laughs> I'm sure. You, haven't you guys met before? Uh, maybe once at the improv. Like yeah. Just shaking hands, but. I would think so. Sandoval goes to my gym. Oh boy, I'm sure that's he wears, fun. He wears like uh, tights. Yeah, I bet he does. You will see With his hair in the man bun. You might need to watch this teaser now to know how that tight thing, rela- tights thing relates. You know, one I'm time I'm gonna show it to you when we hang up. You, you. Really? I wish we would have watched it before so you could react to it right now because. So he he wears the tights and that's the thing. I'm gonna pause it, and then I'm sorry, Greg, sound editor. You're gonna have to edit this. I'm gonna pause it and I'm gonna make you watch this and then I want you to react to it. Okay. Oh, totally. <laughs> okay. Okay, so I just made Andy watch the Vanderpump Rules season five teaser. Love it, teaser. can't wait. Really? <laughs> did you, didn't you think it was intense? Well, I, I love the show. You know, I'm, I'm really invested. Oh, come on. There's, you have to think that's kind of intense. Oh, it's so intense. But I always watch your Snapchats and everything, and so now I know that this is where you guys were all going. And yeah. And you were all doing the, um, the New, New Orleans yeah. and where else? Uh, well, that was in New Orleans. Yeah, and the whole then, thing uh, was in New Orleans? No, 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 just the Bachelor Bachelorette party. And then, uh, but the wedding was like in the woods in Northern California. It was beautiful. Okay. The wedding was beautiful. It's a, it's a, it's a tense trailer though. And, uh, well, I, the reason why I made him watch it is because he said that he sees Tom Sandoval in tights. So I wanted to show him Tom Sandoval well, dressed up in drag. Yeah. He goes to my gym and he's always in there. 
pumping iron. <laughs> pumping iron. But it's not getting just, ready for his outfit. But that's kind of a, a trendy thing that dudes do now. Wear like tights, tights. They wear tights and they wear like shorts like, like over these. The yeah, and then they wear like shorts over. Oh, the they're tights. wearing. He's wearing shorts over. Thank God. I thought it was just like tights. Well, tights. I mean, not even like yoga pants. I mean, I wouldn't even say. So I'm saying that the trend is for guy. I don't know. He might have just more tights, but. And then do you wear like longer shorts man, or short shorts? Bun. It's just so much. Does he listen to this? No. <laughs> I doubt he listens to it. You're not saying anything mean. You're, you're saying a fact. He wears tights and a man bun. Yeah. I'm sure he's proud of that. He takes great well, pride in being uh, like a pretty, you, pretty man. He's friends with my uh, one of my one friends. So I first the way I started watching Vanderpump is because in my building I was talking to you about, yeah. I was having a fucking party at my house, like in after hours, and they came over. This is season one? Uh, or before season Yeah, during filming of season one. No, uh, filming of season two, I think. Okay. Because then I started watching because I said, oh, that's that show. Yeah. Because it was already out. Uh, and he, he was playing a guitar. Because my, <laughs> my friend and him, when they get drunk, they play the guitar. Uh-huh. And then he's like, oh, I got to go. And then he left, and we were all still up. Everyone's hanging out, and we heard screaming outside down on Sunset Boulevard. And we look <laughs> down, there's like cameras, and like him and Kristen. I'm like, what are <laughs> you doing? He's like, oh, they're on that show. That sounds about right. And then I, that's when I was like, then it came out. I wanted to, I'm like, oh, I want to watch that now. Because <laughs> that was what they were fucking. They were filming us. out there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, yeah, definitely. And that would, that would have been the season they were filming when they were extra fighting. That was their yeah. that was their breakup season. He was he was drunk too. So yeah, well, she was probably screaming too. Well, Kristen, I know Kristen. She was yeah. in our, our video we did for Money or Die. Kristen's amazing. I love Kristen. Yeah, they played her out to be the bad girl, but like she's like seems like the nicest one. She's she's so nice. She's so nice. I mean, Kristen's not really mean to other people ever. I mean, the only thing the only times Kristen ever really does something wrong is to herself or like makes bad decisions. But she's really nice to yeah, the people. Yeah, I feel like, and for these reality shows, do they kind of play that up, or do they? Just, um, I mean. I mean, there's a reason why they have a reality show. So, yeah, yeah. it's pretty much, it's, oh, sure. Vanderpump Rules is pretty real. Yeah. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty real. But I'm saying with she, you know, they play it out to be the witch. I mean, because everyone has their role. Yeah. You know, um, she's the bad well, girl. Well, yeah, they make her the, the crazy girl and the bad girl. Um, she's not really the bad girl anymore. Ariana is now? Um, maybe last, Ariana's too, like, like. Like, fucking get over yourself. Yeah, she's like, she's too, like, boring to be, like, the bad girl. She's more just, like, the I'm above everything girl. Yeah, above everything armchair quarterback. Like Yeah, yeah, she's really good at a lot of. You're going to wear that. Yeah, she's a lot of skills. Yeah. Like, fuck. She's, a, she's an expert at many things. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, she, who's the you bad girl? drive one? right. Yeah. yeah, it's exactly, like, I know, I know people that drive really well. So, yeah. you know, you really shouldn't be driving unless. Oh, she, yeah, she's the association person. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Uh. It's so funny. Um, who will be the bad person? I don't know. And does Ariana do sketch? Uh, wh- wh- where can no. I see her sketches? I, just, I don't know. That she, I mean, there's a, she did a couple of YouTube videos that are on the internet. Oh, okay. It's not like sketch, though. It's like... Like, do you even say sketch? Yeah, well, if no. If you're in the business, you wouldn't even say sketch, right? Exactly. I do sketch. Yeah. Like, you don't... That's do not you like would just say I'm a comedian? Yeah, we just do yeah. videos and stuff. Yeah, we're like comedians. Yeah. Sketch is like, like a, a term lifestyle. Like it's not like... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have a sketch. I'm at Second City yeah. doing sketch. <laughs> I have a troop. Me and my sketch yeah, troop. <laughs> um, who would be maybe you should do that. Scene? Make amends with her. Have I the actually, Van- no. I have maybe this Vanderpump comedy thing is a, is. No. Can I get a finder's fee for it? Listen, no, because it, comedy takes a long time to get good at it. You know, I don't know about. Well, you would headline, and then you would have these people. Maybe there we go. That could, that could work. Actually, no. Jax I, would host. I uh, got along with her. Uh, uh, just fine at like the bachelor bachelorette party. And by the time we would gotten to the wedding portion, like. Listen, she did something mean to me, but like I just she I probably felt guilty. No, she didn't. No? I don't think. No, Ugh. I don't think she's the type that feels bad or anything. But I think that she, 
like uh she would kind of let me fuck with her a little bit where i would like i would say something and like she would sort of like laugh at and i'd be like you like me like, yeah. I would be like, I'd be like, so that's type you B. Wanted, I'd be like, you wanted to hate me, but you like me. Type B has to do that. Yeah. Like, you I know? would just kind of fuck with her as, instead of being like, you were really mean to me. Yeah. I feel like type A needs type B. Yeah. Just I mean, I mean, we're not, I wouldn't say we're friends, but like, I don't, you know. Yeah. Like at the, at uh, the, the bachelor bachelorette party. I mean, I'm not giving away details, but there was at one point that someone was like, we're going to play spin the bottle. And I was like, I'm not playing spin the bottle. I have a boyfriend, whatever. But then we played like a few rounds. It was mostly like just girls who kiss each other, whatever. Yeah. And then Ariana landed on me and I made I was like I was like, You were mean to me, I'm gonna make you kiss my hand. I made her get on my knees and her oh, knees wow, and kiss nice. my hand. And she did it. There you go. I was like that I was like, That's your apology that you humbled yourself to Good. Yeah. She's fine. She's you know, she That's is what cool. she is. Yeah, I'm excited for the season. Yeah, it'll be good. Um, <laughs> November seventh? I think so. I didn't even know that until someone told me that the other day. Okay. Uh, any, uh let's My friend let's says James DJ's down at Red O. Oh, does he? Well, there's, there's a new place. There's like a new little side area that my shit. I go there a lot. Actually, like I go there a Vanderpump lot. The guy that you like is down there. Really? Spinning. I go there a lot, like on Wednesdays, which is tonight. Friday, like, right they before have like a little, uh, improv. They have a little part. Oh, okay. So he, he's there's like a little club part or something. Yeah. You know? So it's only on Fridays. I can avoid Fridays. I think so yeah. Okay, got to avoid Fridays. Like, was he an asshole? He was no. He's actually kind of an ass kisser. Uh, he just don't give him too many cocktails. He's a terrifying person. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, just scary. Jesus. Yeah, whatever. Anyways, um. Uh, what do we end on? Talk a little bit more about comedy. I don't want to end on Vanderpump Rules. Really? That's what I mean. That's like the. Th- no, it's not. <laughs> Where are you getting up tonight? Tell See, I, c- I'm, I feel like the haha is just like ruining me here. Why? I'm like I used to get up there like every night, and now I'm like. I mean, I'm not getting up anywhere tonight. Yeah, I was at the Irvine Improv last night, which was really. Ooh, fun. was it fun? Have For comedy juice. Yeah, I love, I love oh, Irvine so Improv. Oh, so good. You get free food. Yeah. Umami burger. Oh, it's so good. Irvine Improv is like, and it's such a beautiful theater. Yeah, I'm doing that people, in November, I think. Yeah, it's so great. Who who'd you do it with? Uh, I went down there with Eric Myers. Fun. Yeah, because I'm carless now. Oh, are you? Is, is does he have a car? No, but his friend drove us. Oh, I was like, I gave him gas money, but um, yeah, I, I just I walk everywhere. I'm like, I get rid of my. I'm like, I'm getting rid of my car because now that Uber is so big now. I Uber everywhere. I kind of wish I didn't have a car, but I'm kind of stuck it's in so like a lease payment now. It's so fucking liberating. Who's this? Your maid? I think it's my neighbor. No, my just just be, she can. <laughs> just my neighbor. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, no, but I'm, it's so uh, liberating, like, because, you know, I don't have this huge car payment. I don't have yeah. insurance and gas. Yeah. So I don't have to worry about street cleaning. Yeah, um, for as tickets. much as I Uber, I probably shouldn't have a car. And Uber, but then again, like, everything Uber's like everything shows. I'm going, it's seven bucks. How would you get to Irvine? Well, I've actually Ubered to Irvine before when I've had shows. But what if you had, like, a, a show in Vegas, for example? What would you do? Fly? Oh, we'd pick it up. Yeah, I'd fly. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm done driving to Vegas. All right, that's good. And you can also rent a car if you had ro- have real good yeah, gigs too. Yeah, we've done that before. Um, I, yeah, I I really carpool, don't need a car. Just give someone gas money and we carpool. Yeah, that's Cause true. Because I wouldn't be driving my car there anyway. I didn't want to because I was leasing it. Yeah. Oh, because you didn't want to put the miles on it. Yeah, there's a lot of shows coming out and a lot of stuff blowing up for young comics in Vegas right now, right? Uh, is there a lot of rooms. I mean, out? there's. I mean, I I've only done like the Dirty at Twelve Thirty show at the. South Point. Dirty 1230 South Point. Then there's like that whole I've other done club at LA the Comedy Club. And is that at um, the Stratosphere now? They, yeah, they moved. I did it before it was moved to there. Was it Planet Hollywood? I think. I don't remember. And there's Laugh Factory. Laugh Factory. And then there's Brad Garrett's. And then there's. Yeah, I guess there is some somewhere. I, yeah. I need to get back out to Vegas. Yeah, I haven't been there in a while. I want to do more road gigs. I miss, you know. That's the best thing about stuff. comedy. It's really fun. It, but it, that's the thing where it's. Even these clubs are not going to give you as much as. You know, somebody huge, meaning yeah. like, you know, you can go do them, but it's almost kind of a waste of time. It's almost just more for fun. 
Yeah, but it is fun. Yeah. You know? I mean, unless you go, like... I well, feel you, like when I, you did that tour... You I did feel like I made good money on the military tour. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, that was three weeks. I no, mean, I'm saying doing, yeah. like, a weekend at fucking Tempe Improv for, like, oh. you know, 20 grand, you know? Uh, Wait, for 20 grand? Who 20 gets 20 grand there? I mean, like, Louis C.K. here, probably. Oh, right. okay, well. But <laughs> I would go to Tempe Improv for... <laughs> I know. Tempe Improv Two grand so easily, like... The How was that, that, uh, the... Con- the Operation Comedy thing, or what was it? The military tour. Military tour. It was the best time of my life. It, it was. Never, it was happening right around that. this time. Well, let's do one. What? Uh, you can be there for a month. Yeah. I have a dog. That's like a really long one. Whatever. Someone watches your dog. No, but that was a really long one. Normally they're only like two, two weeks. weeks yeah. yeah. That was like. Yeah, that Where was did almost you go? a month. Uh, Kosovo, Netherlands, UK, Belgium. Uh, that was Netherlands as Belgium, <laughs> Germany. And they give you money every day, or what? How does it work? Yeah, they give you uh, money every day. It's considered a stipend because it's supposed to be tax-free. Okay. Yeah, we made, we made good money. I mean, I was happy with it. And then you just put you up and yeah. Drink so it's every like night? yeah. So you're just like getting paid to travel and do comedy every single night. Does and anybody hook up with the? Friends? Can you hook up with the military guys? I mean, I have a boyfriend, so I didn't. But no, it's probably not a good idea, anyways. Does that happen? I mean, how does that even work? Uh, do you hang out with them after? Do you? Yeah, you. Ha- everyone like parties afterwards and stuff. Oh, they drink with you and all that. Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, I mean, you, because it's like you have like a meet and greet afterwards. We have to like sign stuff, but I think it might be like I think it's probably against the rules to do that, but I don't okay. know. Yeah, know. but I don't even know how how bases work. Like, there's like a bar there and shit. And yeah, so there's like a it's like a little America basically. Like, it's like there's there's something that looks like a Walmart pretty much on it. Really, it's a big base, oh, and okay. then there's homes or or military housing. There's a hotel for the visitors, like the uh, us. There are restaurants. There's and a every bowling base alley. Is like that? Uh, no, Kosovo was like barracks. Like we literally oh, okay. slept in barracks, and yeah. uh, it was a dry base. You couldn't drink. It was oh, just okay. like a cafeteria you ate in. Um, but for the most part, it's like it's just staying in like a Hilton in because yeah. it, you get on the b- you're in a foreign country. So you're in Germany and then all of a sudden you drive on this base and you're basically in America. OK. Yeah. So That's it's cool. Yeah, it's cool. And then you just have one show. What? Uh, you, have, you have one show every time you're on the base or several days in a row. But then you have travel days in between where you don't oh, have you shows. Go, oh, you just go hang out. and. Well, usually you're traveling. You were yeah. there before that big bombing, right? We were there like, yeah, like a week or something before. Holy shit. Yeah. Missed that one. And when you go to, uh, I never did, how many in another country? Like, they they get your stuff? Because it's Amer- Americans, American bases. But also, too, oh, we did do comedy? Yeah, we did do a Paris show, Um, but it was an American-speaking show. Oh, okay. So, but it was a lot of Parisians that, but it, they, you know, they understood it, and it actually went well. It was really fun. Yeah, because they always had those, people always say, let's go do the Dublin Comedy Festival, or like, all that stuff. I'm like, do they? Well, D- Dublin is they. I guess that's, yeah. Yeah, that's still they speak English. I mean, I'm sure there's different... Yeah, but think about like English or Australian or Irish comics that you know. It's basically the same sense of humor with a few more like they can get away with saying more harsh things with their little accent. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I feel like the accent goes a long way. Yeah, oh, it's so helpful. Yeah, (laughs) it's so helpful. Because I remember even coming up, there were like uh, some Australian comics that were like, they were all right. But then they would they would always get booked because I think the the bookers were just like, oh, well, they have that accent. Yeah, they can get away with so much more. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. We have charisma and chutzpah. (laughs) Is that the right word? Yeah. I'm not Jewish, but and I mumble. It is Yom Kippur. I have my yeah nasally Chicago accent. Do you have a nasally Chicago accent? Do I talk like this? Do I? I'm not nasally. I don't. I mean, I don't notice. It's more it really. like like an hour away from Chicago. Or yeah, I don't really notice it. Don't I talk like this? I don't know. I have a deviated septum. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> deviated septum. You're just trying to say you need a nose job. You don't, but yeah. you're you're just gonna come with a nose job one day and be one like, day. I did deviated septum. Does that even work? People always say that. Um, I mean, I broke my nose six times as a kid, so I've had like three deviated septum surgeries. But then they say they can go back, right? I mean, I still can't breathe. 
But I also like right after the last time I had gotten my nose fixed, I had a like a shoe rack, you know, those ones that go like behind your door. And for whatever reason, I had wooden clogs on the top of it. And I like went to grab one. It like fell on my like newly soft nose. And so I like rebroke it again. My nose, my nose has been broken most of my life. That's always how it works, too. It's like the the universe gravitates for something that you don't want. Like, Like how are those? I always wanted like the America's Funniest Home Videos. How are there so many videos of a little kid hitting something and it hits the dad's balls. Like, <laughs> how the fuck Seriously. does, like, a ball know to go? It gravitates towards a dad's balls. Yeah, like, it's not like a Thousands major. and thousands of videos. It's so true. It's amazing. It just knows what, you, what will hurt Or even most. if a guy, like, you know, I was, like, bouncing a ball right now and I just kind of threw it for no reason. My friend would walk out of the bathroom and, like, hit him right in the balls. <laughs> Probably, <laughs> you know, yeah. And was like, yeah. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> there has to be something in the universe where it's, like. It's ghosts trying to mess with you. Something. <laughs> We're all connected, yeah. I think so. Well, thank you so much for doing this. I hope this. I hope this was good. This is it was be a really good. One. I th- I I loved it. Well, I hope. I get a lot of people saying they want more comedians on and stuff. You know. I hope it was funny because then be like, motherfucking Andy, we're up to fifty now. Shut <laughs> up. It goes. You know, it, it can <laughs> drop off, and then it doesn't. There's no rhyme or reason for that whole thing. I don't okay. even know how it happens. Because okay, yeah. I think that they promote you when you're newer. Too. I think there's something to be said oh, for that. Yeah. I have no idea. There's always though. some secret bullshit. Yeah, like. exactly. Well, tell everyone where they can find you. Well, on follow the social me media. on. See, I feel like this. Oh, there it is. There's like a little spot in this mic that you gotta find. Yeah. Um, Andy Kozel, K-O-Z-E-L dot com or my Instagram. I have like sixteen thousand followers. Um, it's pretty cool. It's pretty good for Instagram. That is really good, actually. For not being known. Um, yeah. Twitter. For being shirtless half the time. That's pretty good. My dog. My dog gets way more likes than I get. <laughs> People just like my dog. That's pretty much all my followers. Uh, Andy Kozel at Andy Kozel. Uh, Funny or Die. We have all these videos. Look out How for. How do they find him? Funny or Die? Just Andy Kozel. Yeah, just type me in there. All my videos okay. will come up. Um, and you'll laugh and you'll be my friend and yeah and uh, he'll he'll post on his social media when Ghostline comes back up which is a super yeah. interesting show and go yeah. watch that one with uh, Lights yeah oh yeah Lights go too. buy that movie yeah absolutely alright thank you thanks bye